Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Chad Little. Lambert, you clearly don't have the rhythm. No, no, I don't even try to. Just sit there all right. Numb. Stone faced. Not even going to try to fill the shoes of Niddle. Stone face killer. Actually, get to do one thing like Niddle and, and, and get that thing close right, to your right mouth. Scoot your chair. You may there have you to go, guy. There you, there you go. Yeah. Barker was moving a lot. Oh, so. there we go. Okay, we're good now. Your, your hat's killing me. Our, our twitchers cannot see your eyes. You look mysterious. That's right. I try to do that on purpose. Right. So, yeah, again, uh, no Niddle tonight. But we do have Lambert here with us. And I almost made like a sheep noise on my soundboard. That way I could be like, we've got the lamb. Please don't. Uh, Please don't. Anyways, welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show. It's Bark to my left is arms. Good morning. And to my right is Lambert. Hey. Hey. He's he's filling in for the old knitter. The old knitter. The old old man at home knitting. But today we've got uh, Super Bowl recap talk for you. And we're going to talk a little bit about league etiquette, trade etiquette, We've done it before, but leagues are opening back up. Trades are back on the market. Thanks, sweet baby Jesus. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus. Me, Lambert. Oh, you haven't made a trade quite yet. I have. With you. you? I'm bored bored of them, baby. There we go. A a big one. A huge one. So we've all made trades. We've all made deals. So we got those to talk about. But uh, something I've been chomping at the bit about, we may be a little later than most podcasts in talking about this, but Super Bowl. Life comes out Came of fast, so we, we, we got a little bit behind on uh, when we wanted to talk about it. Well, when you're big, hairy American winning machines. Can, can, can I talk about something before we get into the Super Bowl? Sure. All right. I know you guys aren't big NBA fans, and I'm not a huge NBA fan, but the Lakers, first off, LeVar Ball went on Undisputed the other day and said that Lonzo is better than LeBron. Oh, man. Because if I'm starting franchise right now, I'm taking Lonzo. I'm like, oh dude, my god, dude! Come on, is that is that with Skip Bayless? Yeah, Skip what, Bayless just, and Shane Sharp. Just wondering which garbage show I, that is. I was thinking about him on the way like home from work, and I was like, what happened to Lavar Ball? He just kind of went away, and lo and behold, he did not. Oh, I mean, if there was anybody who was ever as proud as himself as Lavar, it, it's Lavar Ball. He is the most proud of himself human on the planet. And, like he just can't get enough of hearing his own voice, and it, it, it infuriates me to hear him talk. And I'm just like, you know, listen, like I know your kid's good enough to play in the NBA, but he's getting like ten minutes a game. He's, he's not even good. He's not, yeah. He's good enough to be on an NBA team. But my point is, so the, far he's a bust. Where, where yeah, where where I'm going with this is the Lakers sent the entire youth of their roster for. Anthony Davis. And Pelicans are like, ah, can we get some more draft picks? Yeah. They wanted... There like, was a whole list. It was like I mean, Ingram, was... Kuzma, uh, gosh, Ball, I think two other players, and two, I think two draft picks, two or four draft picks, and they, they wanted six or eight draft picks. And it may have been Oof. like a firstborn included. Yeah, I mean, Genie uh, Buss. Is Lonzo LeVar's firstborn? Yes. Well, there you well, go. There you go. There's the first there Firstborn. Check. Check. <laughs> Boom. I'm just sitting there looking at it like, you got to be kidding me. Like, It's like dealing with Lambert. 
<laughs> like on, on trade talks, you're like, all right. I have no problem dealing with Lambert. I'm just playing. Literally I'm, no I issue. I think we value players the same. We do. Is the problem. Mm-hmm. Or, well, our players. Yeah, I don't value yeah. your players as yeah, much Yeah, your as players that. are trash. My players are great. <laughs> exactly. I want four of your players for two of my- That's like I read something the other day. Somebody talking about like when they're trying to trade James Conner, people were telling them, oh, well, Jalen Samuel's going to take carries. But then if they're trying to trade for Conner, it's, oh, well, he's he's better than Lev Bell in that position. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's very true. I that's mean, I mean it's, it it's, it's, that's how it goes. And, and that's what we can talk about. What's up, Dynasty Rob? Our, our boy Rob from Twitter. How's it going? Rob Sprout? <clears throat> Rob Sprout. Was it, was it, did it used to be roommate Rob? Uh, that seems right. I feel like he'll probably right. answer and tell us if that's if that's uh, the case. Or I not. like Rob, but let's uh, yeah, me too. Let's talk. Let's go ahead and talk a little Super Bowl before we get going. Did it go the way we expected? Um, it did for me. I called the Rams in a, in a win, but uh, I, I kind of knew in the back uh, of my head that it wasn't going to happen. It was your heart speaking. It was my heart speaking. Yeah, we, like you just don't discount. It was the goat versus the Rams. I mean. I wanted Brady to win. Are you kidding me? Get out. You're fired am, right now. I am a bitter Bengals fan, and I hate that the Steelers talk so much about their six rings. That, I wanted someone else to have six that rings. That white door over there, that's how you get out. So <laughs> that's if you the could, exit, uh, go ahead and lock it behind you so you don't accidentally yeah. come back in. <laughs> Pitter patter, let's get at her. <laughs> Let her get it. Let her get There we go. Oh, that, was, that was a weak sauce. Here, wasn't that's it? right here underneath. Yay! 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 High five! You guys are wishing live streaming this right now. I don't care. Uh, I don't uh, care. Uh, I like, I, yeah, I literally Letter have Kenny no is one of the best shows I've ever seen. You've not watched well, Letter no, Kenny? That's not what I'm talking Your pathetic attempt at a high five is what I was. It was sad. Do you watch Letter Kenny? Never heard of it. Got to start. What? Got to start. You will love it. Dude, can I get your Hulu information so I can watch the next four seasons? I'll see if I can share it. Dude, Maybe I can share yes, it. Uh, that, that would make my heart happy. See, I, I got Hulu, and they only had two seasons, so I, sh- I, I can't I'll have to double check, but I'm pretty sure it, it had five available to me. See, I was so frustrated. I think. Like, I literally have nothing else on Hulu I wanted to watch. I have Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime Video. Like, I'm watching that stuff on occasion. I don't even watch it all the time. Right, right. And I get Hulu just to watch Letterkenny, two seasons in Saver. I'm like, oh. I, I've not made it all the way through two yet, but I'm really happy. I'm midway I'm through. I'm so glad two. I shut up then. Midway through about... two. Don't tell yeah, don't tell me anything. Like so so Lambert, just a real quick premise of the show. We got a bunch of Canadians, right? And they're spit they're spit. They're split into factions, much much like us Americans are. You've got the uh the, the hockey players. The hockey players, which the, are the jocks. The skids. The skids, which, which are, are like heroin addicts. Meth addicts. Meth heads that dance to EDM, like electronic dance music. Like, they're out there like... I didn't know that's what EDM stood for. Okay. Yeah. Electronic dance music. And sure uh, then then you got the <laughs> technically redneck Canadians. And it's a little hard to follow at times because they talk so differently. They're like, you know, it's it's hard to explain. Like so it's the show, like Trailer Park Boys. It is a lot like Trailer Park okay. Boys, but Canadian and five times as funny as gotcha. trailer park boys. i've never watched trailer park but, boys neither, pretty funny I, I i was curious I've seen clips of it and it, it's pretty good it's solid hey dynasty rob says letter kenny is awesome that's why you're our boy rob it is awesome it's fantastic but you got to watch that check that out but anyways pitter patter let's get at her the super bowl what what were the keys 
I, I'm, I've got notes on this because I was so furious about the game. So I'll let you guys get it out of your systems first. Obviously, Lambert's happy with the Tom Brady win. The key Boo. was do I have Belichick. a check? That's have all there is to it. I don't yeah, have No, don't you're, you're right. I mean, the guy is the ultimate neutralizer. Yep. He doesn't play it down, yet he's he is the one <laughs> stopping yeah. the offense. I mean, really. He, he schemes better than anybody, and I'm not even joking, in anyone in history. Because if there is no coach out there that can take a less talented defense, man for man, they're never out-athleting anybody. But his scheme is destroying the, the new greatest show on turf. I mean, you've got a hot quarterback, someone who's just slinging the ball all over the field, had a great season. you got arguably the best running back in the league. Three very talented uh, receivers. Well, two of them that played, of course, and, you know, right. cups down. But, right. but at the end of the day, you've got just dominance all the way around. I mean, then they, they're just all for nothing. Right. All for nothing. I mean, it is just insane. There was so much talk about how bad the Super Bowl was. I thought it was a good game. Like, it was. There's nothing wrong it, with a defensive battle. Right, right. Nothing well, wrong with a defensive battle. You just expect the Rams to come out and put up. You expect the Rams. Uh, <laughs> Chiefs game when mm -hmm. that went, you know, yeah, over a hundred. But, but what you get, what you end up with in the Super Bowl was a lot of it, basically everybody dropped a bunch of balls except Julian Edelman, right? Yeah, I mean it's like oh Josh Reynolds all oh, off his hands, just constantly players that are getting hitting it off their fingertips or overthrows, underthrows. Jared Goff Hogan looked terrible. Too. Yeah, oh Hogan is terrible. <laughs> Free agent. Okay, but Jared Goff. He looked like a mere mortal many times. You know, he looked, he honestly looked like a below average quarterback. And your moment was too big for him. It, you're it right. looked like Fisher was his coach again. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it, I hate to say this because I do think Sean McVay has Super Bowls in his future, but it kind of exposed who the genius is. Like, you, listen, we know Sean McVay is going to be, is a great coach and is going to get better, but it just exposed that he's not on the level of Bill Belichick. No, no. Sean McVay, the moment was too big for him, too. Yeah. I mean, the moment was simply too big for the whole team. And, and this is where I'll, I'll start my rant a little bit. So all year, all year long, and if there's an injury, somebody tell me, but he shouldn't be, he shouldn't have played the last month. He should have been rested up until the Super Bowl if there was an injury. But all year, the Rams set up the pass with Todd Gurley running. Then they get cute. And start doing this timeshare bull crap with C.J. Anderson. Don't get me wrong. C.J. Anderson looked good. C.J. Anderson looked really good. And I understand he looked good. You keep playing him. But it's Todd Gurley, man. It's Todd Gurley. This guy has carried that team for two years. They get cute. Do a timeshare. Meanwhile, the Patriots commit to Sony Michelle. I understand that they gave him more carries at the end. That's what upset the balance of the game. But a defensive battle... Sony Michelle takes over in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. The Rams don't even try to give Gurley a chance to take over in the fourth and quarter. You're in it the whole time. You're in yeah, it the whole the, time. The game was never out of hand. No, and you didn't have to be down two scores. We Maybe we can't change the fact that New England scored, but if you run the ball or at least have some balance, like the moment was obviously too big for golf, so why in the hell did you not get Gurley more involved? Why? No, like I, that's that's where the moment was too big for McVeigh. Tried to get cute, tried to do whatever. Jared Goff be the star, throw into 
they didn't have Cooper Cup. There, there really wasn't a wide receiver out there that could take the game over. Brandon Cooks had 120 yards, though. I mean, it's not like he did, but I mean, you can't move the chains with Brandon Cooks. You're going to hit a few deep balls for 120. You say I think twice got missed in the back of the end zone. All that pass. Oh, that was a great defensive play. Oh my god, beautiful defensive play. My thing is the the big key here for the uh, Patriots was how good Sony Michelle looked early on. Then they kind of went away from him in the middle of the game and kind of allowed him to rest up, which I think if the, if their defense wasn't playing as dominant as they were, they probably would have given Sony Michelle, Michelle some more run. And then at the end of the game, what do you have? A guy who basically just came into the game with fresh legs. And now you cannot stop him. Right. I mean, the the Patriots, I mean, it, Brady didn't look good. No. Honestly, no, not till the fourth quarter and, when and he had Gronk, to. Gronk didn't blow up or anything. Gronk, not till the fourth quarter. He right. looked all right. I mean, he, but yeah, and that's what as I was going to say. He kind of was almost a decoy for part of the game. Yeah. It's like, hey, we have to cover him. But I mean, they you, you ran on one of the best when, when in full strength, one of the best run defenses in the league. Okay, real quickly, Twitch user Settle Slugger says, "Is Julian Edelman?" A Hall of Famer? I say no. 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 I, I don't even think it's close. I don't think he's a second how does, balance. How does Isaac Bruce not get in? Right. But you're going to put Edelman in? Put Edelman Just in. because of the hardware? I don't think so. No. He's, and listen, Edelman good. was a late bloomer. Yep. Like he, you know, he, there's not enough. There's not enough body of work there, which I guess if you put Troy Aikman in, maybe Edelman deserves a look, but no. Edelman has a career. 5,390 receiving yards. No. Yeah, it's just... No, I mean, he. don't get me wrong. He's a slot machine. The guy is... He's absolutely one of the most sure-handed guys that we've seen in the probably past five, six years. Yeah. But... And I won't say he's a product of the system because he's better than most of the products of the system that come through New England. But. Yeah. But Edelman is... You, I, I, we need a lot more than basically... Really, that's five seasons of work for most top flight receivers. Is baseball right. letting bonds in? They should. <laughs> PEDs, they, actually, they should. I absolutely want to agree with that. Well, they're not, they shouldn't let Edelman in. Edelman, I agree. Edelman, he's got to have a few more years of this. Absolutely. But, I mean, how, he's been hurt. I mean, he, PED suspension. You, the PEDs really don't bother me. That's just something I keep reading. No, but, I, I don't. I don't care about that but either I don't because think, a lot of right, it's NFL not, that's Hall of not Famers what should keep him out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I agree with that. So, but I think what does this tell for fantasy purposes? So going forward, I know that there were some talk. People like you know Todd Gurley looks like he may not be the guy there next year. Like they're going to let him go somewhere else. I disagree with that entirely. I do not believe I, – I think it's just enough of a worry that Saquon is the clear number one to me. He was – Just Gurley enough of a worry. was more efficient with less carries. His yards per carry went up. It's He didn't – of course, he didn't have as many touchdowns because he didn't have as many opportunities. But he was more efficient with the less carries. And I think with C.J. Anderson playing as well as he did, that's the only reason you saw what was happening. Yeah, but I think that this ends up – so let's say they keep C.J. Anderson uh, going into next year. I think this ends up being a situation to where Todd Gurley 
early on shows why he's Todd Gurley, why he's the best you know running back in the game. And C.J. Anderson, yeah, you're there, you're a spellback, but you're not going to get those carries that'll get you 150, 160 yards. It's just they want him back. That's enough for me to be like, he can give get me the Saquon. garbage time carries. Yeah. Well, and honestly, Which Gurley was getting. It, if he does get the garbage time carries, that's a lot that of carries, and yeah. that, I mean yeah. that's a lot of. That's 50, 60 extra rushing yards at the, towards the end of the game that you right. take off Todd Gurley's stats and you take him from a 1,400, 1,500-yard back down to a 1,000-yard back. Still pretty pretty good, but that's not, not number one. That's not number one. Right. Yeah, right. I mean, he does a lot in the passing game. You know, C.J. Anderson can't. But, he, of one. course, he does a lot in the rushing game. C.J. Anderson can't do. Are like, you taking Zeke above Gurley? No. No. Not enough passing game So Gurley's game still the number two. I don't have him as number two. You got CMC, don't you? I got CMC, and I'm I'm scared of that too because I I don't I don't know if CMC's the kind of guy that's going to do what he did this year year in year out. He's going to catch the balls. If Cam doesn't I, play, it's going to run through him. If Cam doesn't play, I think that hurts CMC more yeah, than anything. I, I, I don't think I agree, but the offense is going to have to go through him. Because if, if, if you add one more player into the box, I mean that real. I think. It, it would hurt a, a Christian McCaffrey more than almost any other running back in the league yeah. because he's not, he can break tackles. I'm not going to sit here and say he's garbage, but no, I think he, he'll be he a better runner as tackles, time goes on. He doesn't break tackles to the efficiency of a Todd Gurley, a Zeke Elliott, you know, or even an Alvin Kamara as far as that goes. So, I mean, what will be interesting this offseason to go continue on the fantasy path. I mean, if Alvin Kamara is the man by himself in uh, New Orleans, he might be the guy we're looking at as number three. I, I don't disagree with that at all. The, the, the Gurley situation has me on such an edge that I I might it, it. I can't say exactly what I would do, but if I'm on the clock and Kamara's there and Gurley, I, ha, I have something to think about. CMC and Gurley's there, I have something to think about. Saquon's there. It's Saquon all day long for me. Just because of the upside, and and there is no one else in New York that's going to take any carries away from him. But I mean, it, it's something to think about now, and that's what you have to do with fantasy football. You have to evolve. You can't just you can't draft names. You can't just pinpoint Todd Gurley as the clear cut number one year in year out. You have to be adaptable. You have to take chances that he's not. What's who? What fantasy running back outside of Ladanian Tomlinson? was year in, year out, number one. Like, there's always discrepancy. There's always movement up and down the board, like any other position. Like, no running back is going to consistently be the best running back in the league year in, year out. And I think it's time I mean, you that can, we look at Gurley as possibly the two, three, or four. You can make the argument that Le'Veon Bell, because he was always one, two, or three, but ne never a chasm between one and three if he was third. He was right there with number one or number two. If he finished number one, he probably paced the field by a decent margin. But he might, if, like with Todd Gurley's great season, not uh, this year, obviously, but last year, Le'Veon Bell was right there. Like, it wasn't like Todd Gurley just gapped the, everybody. To me, Le'Veon Bell, if you're going to make the argument, he could, you know, just as easily be the number one overall pick if he was still in Pittsburgh. I, I don't disagree with that either, but. I guess I guess my point is just if you can't adjust, like who who is the number one receiver? Devontae Adams finishes the number one receiver. I want him real yeah. bad in any league I can get him. Unfortunately, I can't get him. 
But do I think he's going to be the number one again? 50-50. I mean, there's other guys that have the potential the to take The odds are stacked it. against him. Right. I mean, more than anything, as the younger receivers develop, that's a few less targets he may get. Yep. Now, maybe more efficient with what he gets, but, but, you know, kind of same thing with Gurley. As Cooper, if Cooper Cup comes back, how many more touchdowns go, you know, into the end zone in Cooper Cup's hands that isn't a red zone five-yard rush? You know what I mean? At least a few. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, Three, four. It's it's going to be interesting to see how this this fantasy season plays out. So, I, I do want to to complain a little bit about how close I was to winning some some really 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 nice money. Oh yeah, you were talking about that before the show actually uh, kicked off. Try to ignore the sound speaking of, of, speaking the, of the Rockies. So so I, I I got in a DraftKings the million dollar so guaranteed million to the winner, and I picked both quarterbacks. I had both kickers, Gronk and Edelman. Now, I mean, had uh, Goff thrown that touchdown that actually completed to uh, Brandon Cooks, that that brings down the Patriots' defense a little bit, right? Their 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 total scoring. It, if both kickers make those missed field goals that they made all year, made their whole career, not just this year, they made their whole career. That puts me up because I think they were four or five point kicks based on distances. That would have put me into like fifteen thousand dollar plus range, and how oh, it's infuriating because the people who won the big money were playing defenses. Like the guy who up until like the very end of the game, the guy who's number one for a million dollars actually had both the both defenses in that game starting, and I'm just sitting there, I'm like. Just a field goal, you know, shoots me way up because I'm the only guy in all of DraftKings is playing two freaking kickers, probably. But oh man, I, I'm sitting there like just all right. This touchdown, I at one point Gronk caught one right by the end zone. I had Gronk; he almost gets in. He it goes to Michelle, I believe it was yeah. for a, you know two three yard plunge. I'm like oh, God, so many things that were so close it could have put me over the edge. I mean, I could have been like, all right, guys, um. I'm just doing this as a hobby on occasion. I'll just I'm no I longer the Seahawks working. were watching that play. <laughs> no when doubt. When you're that close, you you just punch it in. Man, I had oh, the the twelve point swing for for Gronk and uh, and Brady for the the double touchdown factor there. The Jared Goff potential touchdown. The two field goals. Man, I just just watching money slip out of my hands. It, like at points in time, I'm sitting there sitting at like fifteen hundred dollars. I'm like, all right, and then it's like bomb. I'm like, oh god, yes, and slightly over someone's hands. I'm like, no, no. That was no. the greatest defensive play, probably ever in a Super Bowl. Was that? I'm gonna forty play. It was on beautiful. Cooks. I mean, beautiful. Maybe not greatest ever. Greatest defensive play I've ever seen that, in the Super Bowl was the James game. Harrison 103 yard okay. touchdown yeah, return yeah, right. interception. That, that was the best I'm play I've ever seen. McCourty play was the prettiest. It was. That was the that was, prettiest pass defense I've seen play. in a Super Bowl, and I, as long as I can remember, it was. It was pretty. No, it, was it was beautiful. Great play. But uh, here's what I'm saying. I'm not. I don't want to sit here and complain about the game because I honestly think that aside from some drops, it was a great game. I mean, it, the problem is both teams, you could have looked at it and said, man, at times you're like, they didn't deserve to be there because of a drop or, you know, I mean, what, Jared Goff, I think, fumbled two or three times. I think they recovered. Yeah, him, he sucks. But, 
I mean, both teams looked like they looked like they were just didn't know what the heck they were doing. Tom Brady throws an interception like right off the rip. Yeah, Jared Goff. The Saints were happy to be sitting at home. Oh, I guarantee it. (laughs) Yeah, and Goff. Listen, Goff is six first pass, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, Goff's good. He's going to figure it out. I don't think he's always going to be. I don't think the moment's always going to be too big for him. But it's the Patriots, man. Like this whole season, we thought, yep, not this year, not this year. Oh, they lost the game, not this year. Listen. The Patriots, for one, they are that good. They are that good. Bill Belichick is that good. He's the best coach in any sport of all time, in my opinion. Best coach. If there's a ranking of coaches, no matter what the sport is, Belichick. I'll, I'll give you – I, I will agree with you based on the fact of he's had a star or two. But he does it with under talented teams, comparatively speaking. Yeah, sign Cordero Patterson off the street and, and win a fuck, win a Super Bowl. Sorry, hit that I got, button. Uh, where is that? <laughs> uh, yeah, there we go. So yeah, he signs Cordero Patterson and he wins a <laughs> Super Bowl. So listen, they are that good, and they wait. They play possum they all do, season. And I hate it. They listen. They play the Jets twice, the Bills twice, and the Dolphins twice. And they split with the Dolphins. They're like, they're like, listen. That's we, why they can play we, possum all year. We have four out of six wins right there. There's four wins for us. They're going to hand us three easy teams. There's seven wins for us. Let's win four or five uh, by actually playing our butts off. Get to the playoffs, and then when we're in the playoffs, guess what we're going to do. We're going to turn into the best team in football because Belichick knows exactly what to do, how to game plan. They watch tape, and they're like, listen, C.J. Anderson's a turd. You see his belly? We can stop him, and this is how. Jared Goff, the moment's too big. Let's do this and disrupt him, and it works. They they have a plan for every team in the playoffs that they face. It's not always going to work. The reason Philly won against them in the Super Bowl last year is because Philly's like, they're not going to see this coming. Philly special. They're not yeah. going to see this coming, you know, uh, utilizing the middle of the field. They, they some you coaches, almost have to Boise State them. Yeah. Like, you, honestly, yeah. you've got to throw some things that they haven't seen all year because you know what the Patriots and the Rams do? didn't do it. The Patriots do stuff that you haven't seen all year from them. Because all year long, if you watch, they play a lot of vanilla-based defenses. In the Super Bowl, they're rushing their asses off. They hide their cards all oh, season yeah. long. They, and they're I'm like, pretty what sure is going on with the there Patriots? There may have been Nothing. two or three people on the gr- like hand on the ground on that defense all night long. Like they, they just was swapping people in and out. Yep. I, they, could you imagine sitting back there? You, Especially uh, being no a way. young quarterback right. that... Two years ago was labeled a bust. Right. Now he's in the Super Bowl and he's like, right. "What are they doing? What? Why is that guy? Why is that guy there? Why did he switch? Oh God, Robert, help me out, Woods. Oh God, why is that defensive lineman in pass coverage? Oh my, should God. I target him? Is that Cordero Patterson in the defensive backfield? Oh my God, what are we gonna do? But what What are the Patriots? So the Patriots all season long pretty much it's like a pass first offense and then in the playoffs what do they do yeah. they change it up and they Let's go get Brady basically some stats and then give it to Michelle they do a lot of run de- I mean run first they they devoted the the playoffs to Sony Michelle last year they devoted the playoffs in the year before to or last year I think it was and the year before to James uh, James White like that's what they're dedicated to nothing they're doing all year long I mean Sony Michelle didn't break thousand yards granted there were some injuries 
But he, the guy didn't break a thousand yards this year because they're not committed one hundred percent to giving him the ball. And he has what six touchdowns in, in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah, six. I mean, the guy it makes just me friggin' sick. It, Actually, it makes me it, sick. Oh, it, they're just Bill Belichick's playing chess, and the rest of them are playing checkers. The rest of the coaches out there are playing checkers. Yeah, no, he's playing Dungeons and Dragons, and the rest of us are football players. And he's like, <laughs> you're, you're playing my playing game now. I play Brady on fire, 300 coins. or I don't know how that crap works. No, I do. I don't either. I, I'm I, just I, Calm I, down there, Dungeon Master. If anyone plays Dungeons and Dragons, educate us. How would Belichick speak D&D talk to his team? Well, first off, he would be Squirtle, the Dungeon Squirtle. Master if that's a thing pretty much every time. Squirtle. Right. Oh, dude. <laughs> just... I just I'm done seeing it. I'm done seeing the Patriots. We're not done yet. Did you hear Belichick told Brady and Edelman will be back? Oh yeah, of course they will. And they probably will. It'll we'll be probably next year. Randy Moss in the off season. I mean, just of course they'll be back. Freaking Calvin Johnson's will. coming out of retirement, best shape right. of his life. Catch twenty five touchdown I just, passes. I just, I just want a stupid. ring. That's all I want. And, and you know what? You know what? Pisses me off even more. You know, what pisses me off. Cordero Patterson has a freaking Super Bowl ring. Yeah, Think that, about that well, for a that's, second. That's Cordero ridiculous. Patterson, an absolute bust, is has a Super Bowl ring. They have a five foot four wide receiver who's a Super Bowl MVP. This is like the third one that done that. Philip Dorsett Kyler, has one too. Kyler Murray's playing wide receiver for the Patriots. <laughs> no, but Troy Brown, um, Al, or Dion Branch. Yeah, and. Julian Edelman. They don't have a Super Bowl MVP that's not Tom Brady that's over five foot ten. <laughs> so Unbelievable. And they their parts are so freaking interchangeable. That that is something else that's frustrating. Oh, Edelman's down. Let's sign some other four foot two guy. Right. Yeah, you know, someone that just gets well, lost behind had something. Welker run through. Yeah, Welker uh, uh, out of Amendola. Amendola. Yep. Like it just it, you how do you game plan for something that that's he's nowhere near the best athlete on the field. Whenever Julian Edelman lines up, there's 22 people in the field. He's about 15th, 17th in athleticism. Like they're, take a college quarterback and turn him into a Super Bowl MVP wide receiver. Yeah, truth. Oh god, it's aggravating. I mean, it's unless you're a Patriots fan, you're pretty happy if you're a Patriots fan. But listen, Tom Brady, I know he sucked in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, but he is. He's that good. And I mean, there's no better clutch performer than Tom Brady. He, he threw it exactly where it needed to go at the end of the game to guys like, I, I know he didn't actually throw it to quarter Harold Patterson, I don't think, but two for two for 14, man, it's just aggravating. It, it, it is aggravating. I do not want to watch another Patriot Super Bowl, but you know what? I bet we will. I'll bet we'll at least yeah. see an AFC championship game. Oh, well, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's basically no doubt about it. The, Listen, there's well, a, they start there's watching a, game film on playoff teams they expect about week seven. They're probably they've, doing it right now. They've already played the Bills and the Dolphins and the Jets, and they're like, "All right, let's let's bring up let's bring up who we think will play in the postseason." Let's watch some Chiefs tape, right. uh, some Ravens tape, some Steelers tape. Right. You know, yeah, maybe the Chargers make it this far. Let's watch a game or two of them. Hey, hey guys, let's watch a comedy tonight. Throw on the Raiders tape. <laughs> <laughs> Is it got Will Ferrell in it? Will Will Ferrell? 
Sorry, yeah, Arms. Right I'm sorry. They'd, they'd probably draft him. Hey, over Barker. A-B. You. <laughs> I, I don't like the fact that you can reach the buttons. That's not not I a good. I fully game expected plan. him to hit the wrong button. <laughs> not a good plan on that one. Oh yeah! It's not so obvious. Since the week, it's the, I, it's I hit the wrong button. Or maybe you button. can hit my favorite one. I was trying to be the the arms one. I don't know where it's at though. It, I must be the wrong one. There it is. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong for hitting my button. So let's talk about. Leagues. Our leagues just opened trading back up, which is basically like setting a box of tissues and a bottle of lotion on our nightstand. That's how exciting it is. And I've already made some big moves with one of these guys sitting here with me. Feels like the first time. Feels like the very you know, first time. I think you're really overplaying that 2022 for Blake Bortles. That wasn't that big of a move. No, but I was it, really I was upset. Shocked that, that I you took it. Got a 2020 second <laughs> for Blake Bortles. Like I threw him in that deal. You're oh, like, I'd man. like to get Bortles. I would like whatever. To get him. Take him. He's. I didn't think I'd be able to get anything out of him, but lo and behold, Arms is like, like all well, I gotta give is a 2020 second. You can have him. I mean, I'll probably end up with that quarterback in this year's rookie draft class. It's all right. <laughs> I still think Bortles is somewhat salvageable. Doesn't mean he's going to be good. He's a bridge guy. He could be salvaged. I have a feeling that the Jaguars are probably going to address quarterback this year, but even if they don't, they're going to be significantly better next year. Well, the Jaguars definitely think, should should go for a quarterback, but I do believe Tannehill's going to be in Jacksonville. I think I think they're what are they going to do? They're head. going to switch garbage quarterbacks? Tannehill's better than Bortles. Okay. I'm not saying by a lot. But he's at least more accurate in a short and mid game. And if they, there, and if there the, was a time that um, Blake Borders was a top ten fantasy quarterback. Yeah, because he threw it like he decided to go all Brett Far one season and just close his eyes and freaking bird box it. it. Worked. He should get back to that. He should. And if that's what it takes, whatever. It but takes. if this team wants to continue to control the ball by running it with clock and short and medium pass game, Tannehill's a good fit until rookie. Takes over. All right. Yeah, so let, let's go into some, what are we talking, trade etiquette? Yeah, we'll talk some trade etiquette. So, so yeah, boy, I'm going to dig myself a hole. Before you can get out of the hole, you got to put down the shovel. I'm not ready to put down the shovel yet. So, listen, the, the hardest thing about trades opening back up and dynasty football coming back into play is when your league mates ridicule your trades but they are literally sitting on Leonard Fournette as their best player. They're, they're, or, they're sitting on like four and what four and nine teams. Yeah, like oh, like, Randall oh, Cobb was is a starter for me, but I'm not going to trade because I'm not going to trade just to trade. If you're starting Randall Cobb, what pieces do you have to trade? You better have a lot of picks. Listen, if I'm sitting on guys like Fournette. Just as an example, Fournette, Brady, like I know we just talked about him, but you have to, you have to move. You have to keep moving in fantasy. You can't just sit on the same team year in, year out and expect good results, especially if the past two years you haven't gone past five wins. You have to do something. I'm trading them for draft picks. I'll do a complete teardown rebuild if I've got Fournette and Brady and say my tight end is freaking Antonio Gates. I'm just throwing out old names here, but people sitting on old teams Grunk. have a freaking fire sale. Don't accept just anything, but take that high second for Fournette. 
take that low second for I don't Tom know about Brady. That. I think you're going to get first out of a starting quarterback and out of the starting running back. Dude, Fournette is on shaky ground right now. Someone in any league with Yeldon. the first is willing to give a first for then, Fournette. Then throw him out there and get it. Yep. Throw him out there and get it. Get a first and ask for a third and a fourth and a fifth and build your defense. There's ways to get back into contention. Lambert. I mean, Lambert took – how bad was your team two and a half years ago? I he think, drafted Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I had the 101. Yeah, he had the 101 to get Barkley. But I didn't your team win very is, many, a couple games. But your team is now absolutely stacked. Well, you last, have Melvin Gordon and Saquon Barkley. You have Adam Thielen. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. I mean – Brandon, Brandon Cooks, Cook. you have well, arguably, I mean, you have yeah. one of the best receiving like cores. You have one. the best running back core yeah. in the league. Like you're making the appropriate moves. Who do you have at tight end? Ugh. Ingram. I have Ingram. Ingram. So I like Ingram. you're set up pretty yeah. well for the future. I mean, a lot of that depends on Ingram's bounce back ability, but Stafford's bounce back too. Yeah, you need him to bounce back. That's probably the one <laughs> spot. Like, if you could land a top quarterback somehow, some yeah. way, using Stafford in like your one hundred eight or something, it Wardles. just it just ooh, catapults ooh. you into absolute playoff one hundred percent. Or if Stafford rebounds to what he's been, literally it's the rest possible. of his career, right. well, I don't know yeah. if I'd bank on it. I mean, there's it's really weird that he didn't have a good season. Well, I think it was injuries. I mean, carry on goes down, Golden Tate's out. Marvin Jones goes down. So you're trying to feed an entire offense through Stafford and Galladay. And Could I be just true. don't think like it slowed everything down. You got Stafford trying to throw into tight windows and it's I it wasn't possible, I didn't think. Anyway. Tate's gone. I mean what what do we what right. happens there? I've got it. man, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go over my free agent chart. It'll just be too much fun. Okay. Not right now. We'll keep talking about league stuff, but <laughs> but I I have yeah, it's fun to connect the dots at free agency during this time of year because there's teams with needs, and there's players out there, and I, I gotta can't say, wait till that opens. Here's up. something I'm gonna. It's a bad here's class, something though. I'm gonna point out. That that's what I was getting to say. Terrible yeah. class. Like this isn't 2017 going into 18. Your no. third overall pick isn't that valuable this year. No, like you're not going to be able to get a real solid wide receiver three. For the third overall pick, you're going to have to package some picks yeah. to to get a, you know, someone who's startable on your team. There is no Saquon Barkley this year. There is no Carry On Johnson. There is no you know, Sony Michelle. No Nick Chubb. Those guys aren't there. There's no there's no Darius guys. You know, you you've got to realize that your picks this year, maybe the top two. I mean, I know there's a lot of hype around what DK Metcalf and uh, Harry, Nikhil Harry. Yeah, I mean, the, those guys. Yeah, but there's no big name. There's no. There's nothing that I feel like is a surefire draft class. Which, with that being said, th- that's the type of draft class that an Antonio Brown comes out of. But you, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, hit. there's going to be big. There's going to be hits. Depending we just on don't landing know spots, the value of those players could be insane. Oh yeah. I mean, just if the Chiefs draft a running back, I'm probably taking him 101. I don't care if it's Benny Snell. <laughs> taking him. I I I, do, I don't disagree. Although I do love me some Damian Williams. <clears throat> and the burst he showed in some no, of the I, games. No, I'm I'm with you on fantastic. that, but I, I I didn't even think about the Chiefs addressing running back, right. even knowing they don't have Hunt like how, Right. But but my thing is I I just feel like until the draft happens, your picks almost have no value. Yes. Yeah. 
Hundred percent. Because I don't want the one hundred and one. I don't know what the heck I'm going to do with it yet. Like I've got, I've got one hundred and six in in you the, the league, the league of record. I couldn't tell you. I don't even have a, a slightest idea because it's going to depend on where somebody goes. Right. You know. I mean, I'd I'd love to move the pick. Why? Because I think I could package it with something and and upgrade somewhere. But uh, my fear is that everyone else is looking at the everything after one and two as go go get four net. I'll, Boom! I have good running backs. Don't do it. I have <laughs> Don't good do it. One hundred six is a little high for four. Hey, I still, I'm still throwing out there. Like we can still work on a little deal. We've got. Some, there's a deal there to be made. With maybe the problem lies that in my second league of record, I just dealt for Mixon. I'm kind of trying to not get the same exact team on paper in both leagues. I suggest so you that, trade Mixon in that league because Alvin Kamara's not coming off my team. That that hurt a little bit as far as a potential deal goes, but there might still be something there. Who knows? But back back to these teams. Just sit, like listen, we pay money to play. It's only thirty bucks. Now, I will but, say but it's, it's all it's all about fun. I mean, whatever. It is all about like fun. you have fun trading, right? So, but I don't. I don't do it aimlessly. Well, I get that. Not I mean, the, you're not. not, you're not, tearing, is, you're not tearing your team Lambert. down. You're not tearing your team down. No. Whatever's fun for you. Yeah. Okay. Fun for me is not sitting on the same team. You go to out. a strip club. You got a guy sitting in a corner and a guy sitting at the stage. You're I both like, having a great time. I like where this is going. They paid money to get in. They're both. They having have two a good different time. experiences. Exactly. Same way in fantasy. It's beautiful. That God, a it's a great analogy. God, it's a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> analogy. My I just God. prefer to be the guy at the stage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, valid, valid point. That's, valid point. Man, you, that's, but, that's straight but, fire. But, but I will tell you, like, it's a perfect analogy because I'm having just a good time sitting in like the third row, not throwing you know dollars and... <laughs> And having true just a little more a, selective. Amber Rain take the five right out of my pocket. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You not only have a pocket full of money, but a pocket full of sunshine as well. It, it, it wasn't sunshine. Is that, that what you call? I don't know. How, the left pocket wasn't sunshine. I don't know how far arms of sunshine you know reaches, but it's there. I'm sure. Got some sunshine in my pocket. I've got a I've got a pocket I've full of sunshine. Sunshine in my pocket. Got Right, whatever that Timberlake song is from Trolls. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whoa, wait a second. Why did this start up? Anyways. But yeah, it's you've gotta make moves. You gotta do something. I'm not paying thirty dollars to sit on a bunch of old freaking players in Leonard Fournette. I'm not trying to single out one in particular team, or am I? But I I'm not. I really am not. But I, we we are in a league together where literally it's a sixteen teamer. And there's maybe six people that you know you can throw a deal at and actually get some trade talk going. Because the other guys are just sitting on their teams, thinking their players are gold. I used to say the the joke, arms gold. That's no longer the case anymore. It's not arms gold. It's the rest of the league gold. Uh, I'll move players. It's yeah, just I know. I'm not going backwards to do it. Like no. it's got to make sense for me. Like me and Lance, it hurts my heart a little bit that he made the trade with you because I'm sitting there like if I can get one more piece and I'm at work and the trade goes through, I'm like, you would have traded that one more piece though. I always hate. Like, I know you would have because you added it in to the players out. you got afterwards. I hate I, when that happens too because you right. both you both talked to me about this trade you guys were talking about. And I stayed completely out of it, and then I swear on my life that Lambert opens up trade talks, and I'm like, "This is gonna piss arms off." No, well, no, I saw I saw your message on the league that said Melvin Gordon's looking for a new home. 
So oh, I okay. Thought, okay. Yeah, I'll tr- I'll try and get Melvin Gordon. Right. No, I mean, arms drug his feet a little bit, so we that, have to jump I, in. I do that. I do that, that too. Though. That's where and I was I, getting ready to go. Okay. Yeah. I hate it, that. It, sometimes decision. you have to Feeling. make the hard decision because right. if you drag your feet, the player that it's you gonna, want yeah. is gone. Yep. You had Chubb. I wanted Chubb from you. I wanted Melvin Gordon from you. And granted, I could probably get either one of them from the other one. I get that. But you had a piece that I wanted with Nick Chubb that would have made the deal make sense for me. Now you don't have that piece. What piece was it? Brandon Cooks. Can I get cooks from you? No, it's going to cost you. No, I don't even have the ammo. I don't have the ammo to make a big deal now. Yeah. Like I've got my core guys, and I don't. I don't have the uh, competitive depth, as Nit would call it. I don't it. know. I still like carry on. I want carry yeah, on too. But, but here's the thing. There's a trade to be made there before <laughs> Here, you act. Here's the thing. Carry on's my number three running back. If carry on was my number four, it'd be a heck of a lot easier to deal in. But to me, like you don't just stick with two running backs. You got to have three. Oh no, that's fine. Just sit on your old injured players. <laughs> I just trade to trade, man. I I, I I just like making trades. That tore you up, didn't it? Hurt my feelings. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Who do I have after? If I deal carry on, do you know who the next man up is on my team for bye weeks? Capri Bibbs. It's like Latavius Murray. Oh, that's fine. Or Ty Montgomery. He's going to. Murray's going to sign in St. New Orleans. He's probably going to sign back with the Raiders, where he had his best (laughs) years and he would actually be a top 15 article. I did. I did read your article. You had to have read my article. Yeah, I read it. That's what happened. I'm glad that you're taking it to heart. You're like, oh, yeah, Latavius goes sign with New Orleans. Like, (laughs) heh He's too. He's not We're, enough Mark Ingram to be a change of pace guy, and too much cheap. Alvin Kamara to even he's take cheap. Alvin Kamara off the field. Right. Like if that'd be the worst possible landing spot, spot in my opinion for Latavius Murray's value. What? I'm not sure he has. He's any not going to get Kamara a starter any. job. No, Latavius no, no, is not no, no, getting no. a starter job. He's he's on the wrong side. Latavius of Murray in Tampa Bay, best running back on the team. Jay and in, in Tampa Bay. In New England, he's a, or not New England, excuse me. In uh, Oakland, best Las Vegas, whatever, best running back on the team. You know who I got going to Oakland? Who? Cream Hunt. That daddy like. You'd be happy with that. that daddy like. Yeah. Yeah. O- Oakland loves taking on players that like to kick a girl when they're down. Name I, name, name one. No, Marta, that's the Mar- Bengals you, that takes you, criminals. No, it was the Cowboys that takes Greg Hardy. You can't tell yeah. you can't tell me that Martavis Bryant has smacked a hoe. Dude, Martavis Ryan's too busy being high asleep in the corner. Heard about, right? <laughs> Dude, they take Marshawn Lynch as a head case. Martavis Marshawn Bryan Lynch is, just, is a head case. He's, just, he's an he's an odd character, uh, but he's, he's hilarious. Yeah, I don't think he's a he bad is, person. He's, no, I don't either. I'm not saying he's a bad bet, person. I bet, bet Marshawn Lynch has like a coop full of pigeons. He's actually a really good person. Yeah, like he he's like. He's, like He's I'm all about Oakland. He, he probably not. has live traps in his house. Like if if just in case a mouse gets there, I'm gonna go outside and let it out. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying that Oakland likes their weirdos. Oakland likes the oddballs and and Kareem Hunt and weirdos like Oakland. Right, and and Kareem Hunt is just <laughs> enough, just enough of an odd kind of guy. Oakland's a good fit. You should just be happy. I would be happy. Although um, I'm not a fan of the situation, although I do think blown a little bit out of proportion compared to what you know a Greg Hardy did. Right. It's like, dude, you beat the hell out of a woman and you're back in the league. And cream hunt. And first off, don't push anybody. Like, don't don't push women. That's that's wrong on so many levels. But like, yeah, we're just gonna cut him. We're just gonna cut this guy. Who's- well, they cut him because he lied to him. 
Yeah, that, 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 that's yes. what it was all about. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the incident. I think they could have lived with that if he if he would have came out and just been upfront with them. Right. It's fine. So, Arms, gotcha. let's let's see your reactions. I'll skim through the article I put out today. Sorry to the back row writers. I I just felt like writing something today. So I did. Can't read, but he's going to write something. <laughs> yeah, I, I read them words. So, free agency scenarios that make sense to me. I did some offensive skill position players, and I'll go through them real quick just to get your reactions. So, at quarterback, which is a absolutely pitiful, pitiful free agent class at quarterback, I got Teddy Bridgewater going to Miami. I think Teddy Bridgewater finally gets that job. And Kyler Murray, or God, please, Dwayne Haskins is the guy holding the clipboard. But they can't they can't have Tannehill and a rookie. It can't happen. Tannehill's got to be cut. It's got to be a guy like Well, Bridgewater. Tannehill's too bad. Well, like, Tannehill's too cocky. For what? Tannehill's an arrogant... He's an arrogant guy. He, he so, has so, been a big no, part of Miami's I, I, issues. I'm with you. So, so let's say you get a Ted, Teddy Bridgewater, okay. and you are just basically committing to... A five to seven win season. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is not a, a good NFL quarterback. Now. I know, but it, I don't. Who you want, Teddy Bridgewater or Tannehill? Neither one. If you had to pick, man, I mean, both of them are completely and horribly injury prone. I would probably go with, I'd probably go with uh, Bridgewater, but reluctantly. I'm not saying it's a big signing. I'm saying that listen, they were a seven and nine team. You got a new head coach coming in. You got possibly Kenyon Drake finally getting the lion's share of the carries. They're going to make a few upgrades. You, you must, don't you throw must, away the season by just saying, let's hand it over to a rookie quarterback when we're not in position to draft a high one. Teddy Bridgewater with a rookie holding a clipboard. I'll keep moving. Ryan Fitzpatrick to the Redskins as that Alex Smith stopgap. Uh, Gunslinger. I'm Red buying so, Crowder so, all day if so, he goes yeah, to the Red Oh, States. Crowder's free agent. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but where's Crowder going to sign? He's he's, uh, he's going to be Redskins. Somewhere else. I mean, you don't stay well, with the— I'm not buying Doxon. You don't stay with the Redskins. That's a, that's a big NFL no-no. You don't stay with the Redskins. You get <laughs> traded there like Alex Smith, but you don't stay with him. Unless you're Alex Smith, you get traded. Adrian Peterson, no one else to sign you. You don't stay with the Redskins. You just don't do it. Tannehill, to me, is the third best free agent quarterback when he gets cut, and that's a Jaguar thing while a rookie holds a clipboard again. Tyrod Taylor to the Panthers. Cam Newton insurance in case he doesn't start the season. It's like a mini cam. Like, no, it's not. It's like a terrible quarterback taking well, yeah, over he's, for he's a, not a, a slightly above average quarterback. No, he's not good. But like, he I plays... understand Cam Newton's a previous MVP, but he's not a great quarterback, and people need to get over that. Tyrod Taylor he's been, he's plays a similar every game. Year. I mean, look at where he it's, finishes in fantasy every year. He is a, He's a better runner than he is a thrower. He's a great fantasy quarterback. Oh, fantasy, yeah. Right. I drafted that's what, him. I mean, that's what we're here for. We're not building NFL True. teams. I wish we were. No doubt. I'd, I'd take this list right here and run with it. Cream Hunt Mike to the Raiders. got a job. <laughs> that's True. absolutely right. Uh, Lev, Lev Bell, I got him going to the Ravens. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So Le- They're going to make some moves to make it happen. I mean, Le- Flacco's got to go. Sure they can afford him, but Le'Veon Bell with the no, Le- Flacco can go. Bye. Right. See right. you, Le- well, That's why I said it. If Flacco becomes moves. a free agent, you, I mean, I'm if I'm the Ravens, I'm more than happy to have Lamar Jackson as my starter next year with yeah. Lev Bell with Le'Veon Bell and you, Le'Veon Bell immediately enters back into the top five conversation. 
immediately please, right now. Plays Pittsburgh twice. Oh, and y- on a good team that made the playoffs. No doubt about it. Balls out. AFC North gets annihilated by Le'Veon Bell. I don't know about that. Oh yeah, the Browns are there. Who? It's not I, a joke. I, who? I, who would have ever thought they would say that? I, not a joke. I stand by my statement. Tevin Coleman got him going to the Eagles. Best, best running back on the team. Eagles aren't afraid to make splashes, and they're losing to Giants Sproles more than likely. Coleman can fill both those roles. He can is run. Sproles finally going to retire? I don't know. I, he should. Is he 45? I think, I think he said he was playing. He's coming he's back. He's 42. He's the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> Tim and Coleman's, yeah. I got Mark Ingram at the Bears. Thanks for reading this, Lambert. Uh, I think Jordan Howard gets traded to where? Who knows? But I, I think they've been... They've thought about it for a couple off seasons. I think it finally see happens. running backs who I think can resurrect on another team. Jordan Howard, I think he would have. He could I just easily don't pull, it's pull a Cedric Nagy. Benson. Yeah, you know, and he's just not part of that Nagy offense. Yeah, it, it, he's he's more runner than receiver. Yeah, and he he's a good runner. I mean, a lot's taken away from him because you know the, the past this past year. But what he, another year back, he was a thirteen hundred yard rusher. I mean, competent, not great, but competent in the pass game. You get him on a team that needs him to be the actual running back and not just a pass catcher out of the backfield, I think Jordan Howard would be fine. I do think that uh, – who else did you have coming in there? Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Man, it's to me it's the same. You're adding a better runner. It's potatoes, potatoes. Yeah, but you're the same inadequacies in the pass game. Right. Like, you put Mark Ingram there and – Maybe he's a 1,200-yard rusher, but he's not going to catch any more passes than Jordan Howard ever did. Less, honestly. Probably less. Agreed. Uh, Jay Ajay, I got as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Main reason. It doesn't matter. Jay Ajay is terrible. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying he's good. But the Buccaneers need to spend draft picks on defense. They've got issues everywhere on defense. Jay Ajay could be a cheap buy to put in a committee with Peyton Barber, who's a restricted free agent, and possibly Ronald Jones if he ever figures out how to play football. Ty Montgomery to the Jaguars. I don't think Yeldon's Irre- back. Irrelevant. No, it's not irrelevant. Ty Montgomery is a pretty solid running back when healthy. He's an, yeah, what is he, his career best 900 total yards. I'll pass. Just saying. <laughs> Ty Montgomery. I'll pass. Big time sleeper in the free agent class. He, he, he was a year ago, too. Yeldon to the Falcons. He's a cheaper Tevin Coleman. He can do a little bit of everything. I'm not worried about Ito. He averaged three and a half yards a carry. Well, Devonta's coming back. Is he? Well, yeah. Yes. Is he? (laughs) I mean, is he going to not get injured? He's a a running back one there. That's all. He's a 1,400, I think, 1,400 yard back when healthy. When healthy. He's only been injured, I think, one year. I think he was nicked I up. Think, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not. And between him and Edo. I'm not like, afraid of Freeman. I, I am. They can let Tevin walk because of Edo. I agree. I don't see him bringing a running back. I, I think it's pointless Their wide to bring receivers running are back. set. They got a great quarterback. Go defense. Go I defense. think you have Go to defense have a of a line. Game. They. Defensive line, maybe. They need help. I mean. that. That's my opinion. What do I know? But not, <laughs> not at running back. Latavius to the Saints. He will be the most Ill- irrelevant signing in the league. <laughs> He's good for five to ten yards a game. <laughs> Carries a game. 
Mark Ingram okay. was 15 Mark, or so. 5'4", so 10? Spelling, <laughs> Ingram, Ingram was 15 or so. Latavius can come in, be Ingram light, 5 to 10 carries a game to spell Kamara and what is his biggest fantasy season yet. And they got Latavius as a as a bench player, which I think is a good signing. Oh yeah, I mean every much. running back in the league needs this. Spell isn't guy. a fantasy list. Hey, arms. Rod Rod uh, was it Rod Smith? Yeah, spells Zeke. I mean, every, who is a free agent this year? That could be an interesting signing somewhere. But keep in mind, this isn't a free agent list. Okay. I'm not. I'm not excited to go pick up Latavius because he signs with the Saints. He signs with the Saints. I have him on my team. I'm selling him for you know a fourth. Or a few football bucks. That's not what the list is about. It's speculating where to these me, guys go. Because I have Alvin Kamara. <laughs> well, yeah. well, of course. If, you can Kamara, if, if Kamara went down, though, I mean, he would he would be fine if that's where he landed. Right. Mike Davis, Buffalo Bills. Davis looked good when he got a chance. Any, anything's uh, better than what they currently have. Right. LaShawn McCoy, who knows if he's going to come back? Who knows if he's going to be any good? I think it's a good fit. Mike Davis uh, has more upside than what he's ever going to realize in Seattle. Spencer Ware to the Steelers. If they lose Lev Bell and they want a, a guy to spell James Conner, Spencer Ware is that very typical D'Angelo Williams kind of guy that they can bring in that was like, he's not, he can't win a starting job, but you bring him into a good atmosphere. Not a good Jaylen atmosphere. Samuels. Not a good atmosphere. What, you bring what, him into a good situation. But like what Pittsburgh. I'll say is if James Conner goes down, like Spencer Ware is good enough. To, yeah. to put up the type of numbers that Absolutely. you expect out of James Conner, I'm not. I'm not saying James Conner is you know horrible or great, but it, was, athletically, I, I think him and Spencer Ware are fairly similar. James Conner's more of a benefit of what that system is. Yeah, James Conner is not a highly impressive runner. Correct. He is a Pittsburgh starting running back. Correct. That's a, that's all you need. I couldn't agree more. Bilal Powell, Vikings, they lose Latavius. They bring in a guy like Powell just to spell, you know, Cook. And that's all he will be, three to four carries a game. Exactly. Adrian Peterson back with the Redskins, basically because he played well for him this past year. So it's like, hey, we got Rob Kelly as a free agent. We got that other guy, I don't even remember his name, Byron Marshall, I think is a free agent. Let's bring Peterson back. Let him run the ball for three or four games till Geis is healthy. Get Geis in here. Peterson can be a great mentor to him. And I also got him grabbing Alfred Blue to round out the running back. I court. think when when Geis comes back, though, I think he's going to be a special running back in this league. I agree. I I, I hope that he doesn't go the, the route of Marshawn Lattimore, or Marcus Lattimore, excuse me, um, or one of the, uh, what was it, Michael Bush, who's just kind of perpetually injured. I hope that he actually lives up to his full potential. I don't want to say this because I'm trying to get Geis off of you, but I think <laughs> in 2020, Saquon Barkley, Darius Geis, that's your one too. Whoa. I'm not even kidding. Like I think Geis, I think Geis is ultra talented. Them some big words, and I, but not 2019. No, 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 no. I'm saying like. Redraft leagues in 2020. Oh, that's the picks. Like, yeah. Okay. Guys, gotcha. guys is going to have a, a good year this year. Dude, guys is. Uh, I've said it before many episodes ago. Whenever we we're talking about him coming into the league, like he is the angriest runner that I have seen coming out of college. The dude just looks pissed off and and just annihilates people. <laughs> We'll wait on that. I one. mean, he he <laughs> dro he drops the just hammer. Just a tad outside. I mean, he he's very Marshawn Lynch like to where he he seeks out contact and just I mean, you regret tackling a Darius guys. I think that he's going to have a stellar career. 
I love guys. Next. He's a nice guy. Okay. Anyways. He so really is. Moving Follow on. his Instagram. That's right. Good dude. Wide receivers. I... I went, I went for some shots in the dark on this. Obviously, I'm not going to hit on half of these. This is just for or 10%. fun. We should write these down. No, he, they're, uh, they'll, they'll be on the website. website. Oh, okay. Well, okay. good. We can go back and look at how wrong you are. Exactly. As you, per, exactly. So per Golden usual. Tate, I think, you know, is coming out of the prime of his career. Why not try to win a Super Bowl with a team that's going to lose half the receivers? Golden Tate, New England Patriots. The Pats are not going to have Chris Hogan, Josh Gordon, or Philip Dorsett two unless they Golden Tate top ten receiver. If that happens, well, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, two Edelmans, yeah, that, but that's a dream sa- scenario I mean, for run, Brady. It's it's the same. You're going to have the same guy on two sides of the field running the same route. Perfect, that's perfect for a forty-two year old Brady. <laughs> I mean, throw seven yard, you know, drag routes. Listen, why this not? time you're running in and you're running out. Next next play, you're in and yep. you're out. It's like Madden. Let's just hit the flip button <laughs> right. and and run this play. Yep. Hey, hot route, hot route. Hot route, hot route. Yeah. Here's two receivers back-to-back that I absolutely freaking love in free agency. Adam Humphreys played himself into a big contract. Seattle Seahawks. Windows closing for Seattle. Time to give Russell Wilson a, a, a target soaker. If he goes, if he goes to Seattle, yeah, I'd want him. I would too. On my the, fantasy Doug Baldwin, Doug Baldwin is, with you know two bad knees. I mean, I, Tyler Lockett with one lucky season. I feel like Baldwin wakes up like Murtaugh from Lethal Weapon. <laughs> too old for this shit. Love it. Oh, what about <laughs> what about David Moore? Are we, are we just completely discounting the he, his viability? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're yeah, discounting. Absolutely. So you're saying you're you're just point blank saying Adam Humphries is better than David Moore? Oh yeah. Yep. Absolutely. David Moore caught twenty some balls. He wasn't as good as we think he was. He wasn't who we thought he was. He he really wasn't. So, so he, he had a he, couple good games. He almost had a Sammy Watkins level of efficiency for touchdowns. Basically. Tell me. Okay. Well, you the saw reason, Lockett's efficiency. I mean. Yeah. The reason we even know David Moore's name is because we didn't know his name, and then all of a sudden he had a 100-yard game and a touchdown. And we're like, oh, who's this guy? We all pick him up. We all regret starting him after that. <laughs> it just it was a bad mixture. Does that mean he's going to suck? No. He he earned his way into a starting role being a seventh-round pick. He's probably going to be pretty decent at some point in the next year or two, but he's not Adam Humphreys. Okay. Adam Humphreys is a solid football player. I, I think they're too similar. Tyrell Williams is the next guy. The I am picking this guy. Man, I hate to even say this. I haven't acquired him in the FC yet. And I, I probably keep, won't. I keep now. trying to get him. Do you? In, well, everywhere. I me mean, too. I got I him. Want, I got I him want in my Williams second league. on every So you can have him and Tampa Bay's version of him in Godwin. Yeah. It's just the yeah. same just same guy yeah. on two different teams. Do Tyrell Williams on Adam another Humphreys team. is leaving. <laughs> okay. Deshaun Jackson is leaving. Godwin is the man this year. I know you hate Godwin. Not, not, like not the man. But Mike Evans is, Evans is well, the man. OJ Howard is the number two <laughs> target. Arians hates tight ends. Howard's on the number two target. Would you care to make a wager on that? Oh, absolutely. I'll bet O.J. Howard's the number two yardage and touchdown guy on that team. Nope. Got one. I'll take that bet all day long. All day long. That's that's roll. I'll take that bet. No doubt about it. (laughs) What are we we putting on it? O.J. Howard will likely be a top five tight end this year. I, I I don't like that. 
I don't like that at all. <laughs> okay. Not at all. I, don't, I, 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 I saw, I saw no man's arms. No. no, I, 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 no, no. It, that's impossible. That's impossible. It's not happening. <laughs> you cannot like it, but he's one of the more talented tight ends in the entire league. I don't disagree with that. He's coming off, He's going to be coming off injury, coming into a new offensive scheme. Bruce Arians has never really featured the tight end. Chris Godwin's going to eat. All right, we're Bruce getting, into the, ne- never getting re- into the weeds here. Originally, the free agent you were talking about. Tyrell Williams. Boom. Got him going to Miami. Ooh. Devontae Parker replacement. He's the number one. I mean. I, I agree he's, 100%. He's, uh, he, he may look like another Kenny Stills, but you know what? He He's a had, better Kenny Stills. He's, he's a better. He's a so so all right. So here's what I'm gonna say. Like you know how Mike William or Mike Wallace looked really, really, really solid with Pittsburgh. with Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then you took him out of having an elite quarterback. Right. And he was completely average at best. That's Tyrell Williams. No. He no. has a borderline. He, he currently has a borderline Hall of Fame quarterback. You're going to put him where? With freaking Ryan Tannehill? Dude, you forget that there's crappy quarterbacks all throughout the league that have big time producing receivers on the same team as them. I understand that. Jarvis Landry with Tannehill at the helm was, oh, top he was gold. He was a beast. He was gold. You know why? Because Tannehill couldn't hit anything further than 15 yards. he's the best player on both sides yards. of the ball there. <laughs> Tannehill couldn't throw anything solid for more than 15 yards downfield. There you go. Jarvis Landry just popped around. If Miami goes out and grabs a Flacco or something, or or even a Teddy Bridgewater and makes we Tyrell see, the we guy. We see how great Flacco has been at producing number one receivers. <laughs> they haven't had Never. a number one receiver for him to throw to. Baltimore has been taking scraps for years. I mean, like, dra- oh. and drafting receivers in the first round for years. True. Yeah, Burchard yeah. Perryman. Yeah, let me get the Perryman. Let me give me some Perryman up in here. All right, moving on. Devin Funches, number four overall free agent wide receiver, sadly, hey, speaks volumes it, it, to the class. Top 10 tight end. Exactly. New York Jets. I have him going to the Jets. Jets yeah, have a Chris ton. Job. <laughs> Jets have a ton right. of money to throw around. Whose job is he taking? Uh, nobody's well, nobody's the only guy that's under contract currently is Robbie Anderson. Jermaine Curse is a free agent. Uh, I, I take that back. And none was. I was on gonna that, say they, they the signed team. a none. He's a slight. Right. He's a slightly improved Kelvin Benjamin. But Jermaine Curse so is clarify gone. This. He's he's a not fat Kelvin Benjamin. NFKB. <laughs> but Funches, I'm just throwing it out there because they have money to spend. Not saying he's gonna be good. But they're like, hey, we have a ton of money to spend. We have tons of cap space. Let's grab Devin Funches as our uh, replacement for Jermaine Curse. which personally I think Dallas needs to sign Funches, put him at tight end. Beautiful scenario in my opinion. That, that There's a, I saw a mock ridiculous. that had them picking up uh, Fant, maybe. They need this to do year, something. No Fant. Gotcha. No effects. No sure. All right. No, why not? John Brown, I got going to the Colts. Irrelevant. What? Well, irrelevant. They need you, somebody. When you, when you John have, Brown you, with Andrew Luck they need is more relevant than Flacco. Hold on a second. When you yeah, have when gone. you have a worse version of T. Y. Hilton on the same team, and you have T. Y. Hilton on that team, he's not going to get the targets. I mean, yeah, but they're throwing to really Ryan Grant right now. Right, and Dante. No, not not Moncrief, but. He was in Jacksonville, but yeah, they, Chester Rogers. Give me Chester Rogers. Dontrell Inman was Inman. it was taken 
was playing well at the end of the season. The, the only receiver is going to be relevant That's until they get a big body guy so is going to be Ty Ty or T Y Hilton. Tyree. 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 T Y Hilton. Well, here's one for you: Jamison Crowder, free agent, Green Bay Packers replaces Randall Cobb in the slot. I don't think so. They drafted three wide receivers that were all six I mean, three plus. But none of them are slot receivers. Okay. Geronimo Allison is a restricted free agent. If somebody makes him a decent offer based off his game tape, he's likely gone. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling moves into that role. On the outside. Valdez-Scantling, Devontae Adams, and then a guy like Jameson Crowder in the middle. You don't think Green Bay is going to look to severely... It doesn't matter that they drafted guys. Javon Moore... Who was was that guy that that had a lot of hype in Green Bay? Kumaru? Jake uh, Kumaru, yeah. But it doesn't mean they're going to start him. Like, teams don't go into the season like, we liked him in training camp, but there is a free agent out there we think we could. Teams do this all the time. How oh, many, no, no, no. How many I, times have you seen a free agent too, signing? I just think they have too much talent. to Honestly, it's Devontae Adams and then everybody else. Because I think that uh, MVS and I think that uh, ESB, very they're going to get similar targets, but not enough for either one of them to be a viable wide receiver two on your fantasy team. Crowder's not going to be expensive. Green Bay's going to have money to spend. Uh, okay. you, you, you don't pass on competition. You bring in Crowder, tell the rookies from last year, step up or it's Crowder. It's that simple. But again, you just said the rookies aren't fighting for that slot position. Valdez Scantling technically can play the slot. Javon Moore technically can play the slot, but you bring in a guy like ESP is the only kind of right lumbering guy, yeah. the six five guy, you know, giant. Actually, right. Javon Moore six five too, isn't he? They're all three. They they're they're all, all six three, three and two of them are six yeah. five. I mean, they're they're monsters. They drafted big, big, big. Yep. Like it almost makes sense to put Devonte Adams in the slot. Crowder, <laughs> so, you want a Crowder? So, you're helping me. You boys want some Crowder? <laughs> Fresh in the car. Isn't Adams only like six one? He's the I shortest so. receiver on the team. Uh, far and away the best, but definitely right. the shortest. I'll blow through these so we can wrap up with whatever you guys want Wish to talk you would. about. Dante Moncrief, Jets again. I think the Jets are going to spend some money on I mean, some crap receivers like they always do. Moncrief's a crap Chad receiver. Will love there it. you go. You're wanting yeah, to wrap stuff up and you're going to waste time on Moncrief. Chris, Chris Hogan to the Titans. Nobody cares. Yeah. Titans need a chain mover. Chris Hogan could possibly be a Titans chain mover. Or drop five balls in a row. They or he need could a drop five balls. Yeah, they do. But that, are they going to realize that this year? Uh, they need yeah, to. I don't know. Corey Davis is such a good receiver. That, that's what I was going to say. If they, if they had a solid quarterback, Corey Davis all of a sudden moves into the top 15 conversation yeah yep yeah if they had a ryan Tannehill, i'm just kidding he would probably be an upgrade i think mark's marriage is terrible feed him the ball yeah could be an upgrade all right randall cobb randall cobb the guy leaves green bay chargers tyrell williams leaves kelvin ben not kelvin benjamin but uh travis benjamin you know, slowly fading out. Randall Cobb. I'm not saying it's good. I think he's done. You I got think a Randall target, Cobb needs target up. monster in Allen, and you've got your big body go up and get a guy in Williams. Exactly. I think that you need more than two receivers. You yeah. do need more than two receivers. I'm not saying he's fantasy guy again. Correct. This gotcha. is just this is just a hey Philip Rivers. Here's a here's a veteran that might be able to help you this season. Here's Travis Benjamin 2.0. Right. Chris Conley, Carolina Panthers. Again, don't go running and picking him up, but. They're probably going to lose Funches. Do you really want to put all your faith in DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel? No, you want to bring in a guy that can arms does compete. <laughs> What's the guys about the yay tall? Compete, guys that can compete like Chris Conley. Bunch of guys come up to your chin. I mean, 
Right. Cole Plus Beasley. Chris Conley. Cole Beasley got him sticking in Dallas. He's a Dak guy. Dak's going to pound the table to keep him. Tavon Austin. Irrelevant. I know. Fantasy-wise, irrelevant. But the Eagles bringing in Tavon Austin to play that Darren Sproles, you know, slash. I mean, he did convert to receiver or running role. back. Yeah. Did he not go coach somewhere? I don't think so. But the Eagles love sticking it to the Cowboys. Cowboys couldn't make Tavon Austin any good at all. Eagles will be like, well, at least use him as a gadget guy. Shove him down your throat just like when we drafted Dallas Goddard. That was one of the best moves ever, by the way. It really was. I'll be quick. Edmund to the Ravens. Mike Wallace to the Lions. Philip Dorsett to the Steelers. Mike Wallace to the Lions. I actually like that. Thank you. I like that a lot because if he gets – first off, He's not Golden Tate, but he's a similar type player to Golden Tate. You know, some some good cuts, decent hands. Now, I mean, Golden Tate's got great hands, but they need something else Slow other hands. other than the big body guy. Yeah. They yeah. they did they do need that. And I think Jones is fine. I mean, I, we've seen Jones be productive, but what once? They need like once they in need Cincinnati, once in yeah. in Detroit. I mean, they they do need somebody else to to soak up some of those targets. Our uh, writer. Dan Rosier says Funches to Seattle to fill the big man void that Brandon Marshall couldn't. That Will Disley can't. I love Will Disley. But I they, know I do too. But, but when have they ever had the big man in Seattle? Like it, it's one of those teams, one of those things where they just they don't care about having a six three guy. It's no, a, it's irrelevant to them. I agree. They, they're comfortable rolling out five ten, five eleven guys, and the leagues went that way. There's a lot of teams that don't have a six foot three featured receiver. I mean, it, the Steelers. What Juju's maybe six foot six one, AB's five eleven. Yeah, James Washington's like five ten. James Washington. Yes. Thank you. Been waiting to get that name in. Yeah. Well, you know he's going to garner a lot of. Okay, I have a cousin named Garner. (laughs) Knew that was coming. God, you guys are throwing me off. No, so so we're talking about players that that aren't free agents yet. Did 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 you mention you did talk about Le'Veon Bell, right? I did. You did. You did. You didn't talk about AB though. AB, he's not a free agent yet. He will be. No, no, no. he wants a trade. Ooh, yeah, he's he still, just wants out. You dumb. Look, it's not nearly as effective as if you say you stupid son of a. Yeah, we're overdoing the buttons. We got a new mixer. We're sorry. Look how pretty it is. Though. It is beautiful. Roadcaster Pro. I, I just, we like it. We we won't do this every episode. We want to play with the buttons at least once. We won't do it anymore. We promise. Yeah, we did. We'll use them a little bit. But listen to the tight ends. The free agent tight end landscape is atrocious. It is Talia. Oh, through That's, and through, it's Talia. There's three, four relevant, maybe stretching math. for five. Listen, no, you no. Get out what you put in. No lie. Three of the top six in free agent tight ends are from Cincinnati. <laughs> Not joking. Jared uh, Cook, I got going to the Cowboys. What a great fit. He gets re-signed. No. Yeah, no. The Raiders aren't letting him go. Are you serious? As the, Raiders, the Raiders have so many holes, they're not sinking a bunch of money. Jared Cook's going to want paid. Jared Cook's not, a lot, he's not worth a lot of money. He's going to want paid like a top 10 yeah, tight end. And I then, then whenever someone's negotiating contract, they're like, okay, so these were four really good games. These 12... You're like top fifteen ish. Take it to the bank. Jared Cook won't be back in Oakland. He'll be in Dallas. I kind of hope he's not back. In I'm Oakland. not gonna. I'm not gonna go that far and say he definitely will be in Dallas. But he's not gonna be in Oakland. I like him in Dallas. Tyler Eifert, Mister Injury Man, Denver Bronco, right there with maybe Ryan Tannehill, Jake Butt. What? Jake Butt. 
injuries. They got to sign someone. They need competitive depth. If you're worried oh, yeah. about injuries, you're, you're why, would you why the hell would you sign Tyler Eifert? <laughs> the I guy mean, can't tie his shoes without breaking a freaking vertebrae. Listen, you sign Eifert. He has some of them Skechers slip-ons. You sign Eifert, you bring in Antonio Gates, you got Jake Butt. One of those guys might stay healthy. No, they won't. You know what you'll get? You'll have Devin Funches playing tight end by the end of the season. Uh, CJ Uzma. Uzoma. Actually, I like Uzoma in, in a better situation. I think honestly. he resigns. Yeah, I think yeah. he resigns. Jesse That's James. That's the only guy you have resigning out of everyone you just named. <laughs> That's the only. Oh, Cole Beasley. My bad. Yep. There you go. Thank you. Uh, CJ. Yeah. CJ to the Bengals. Jesse James to the Lions. The Outlaw. The What's it matter? The, the Lions aren't going to use him. It doesn't, I know that. It doesn't matter. It actually, you can put Rob Gronkowski and, help me out, give me another one, and Travis Kelsey on the Lions. They'll share 42 targets. Yeah. Yes, they will. <laughs> like insane. I said, this isn't fantasy. It actually reads exactly how I wrote it. Jesse James, Detroit Lions, the outlaw goes to tight end purgatory. Will he go down guns a-blazing or just end up like Eric Ebron and sign with Indy in a year or two and be a tight end two in fantasy even though he's the tight end seven in Indy? He'll never be a tight end two. If he goes to Indy. You know, here's what I'm going to tell you. Well, (laughs) Mo Alley-Cox is in the top ten in Indy. Exactly. Here's what I I will say. that's because they they only have T.Y. Jesse James is a fine tight end. He just... Opportunity is not. I mean, they signed Vance McDonald, and he performs very well. And you know, stiff arm a guy to the IR. I mean, you get some highlight plays like that, and everyone's loving Vance McDonald. Right. Yep. And that's what the end of Jesse James' run in Pittsburgh looked like. So you get him on a different team to where he is a feature guy. Honestly, think that he could approach top ten, but not on the Lions. No, I don't think anybody. Shannon Sharp in his prime is not a top ten on this year's Lions team. Kellen Winslow Sr. would be like, man, will you go throw me the ball? Uh, Anthony Gonzalez is like, yeah, you know, I appreciate that. but Or Tony Gonzalez. not Two, Anthony t- Gonzalez. two touchdowns a year. Tony, Tony Gonzalez, Gonzalez is like, yeah, you know, just uh, number two all-time receptions. And, oh, thanks for all four of them this year. Right. God, Good why touch. do the Lions hate tight ends? Last Cincinnati tight end. Tyler Croft, literally the top five tight end in this free agent <laughs> class. I got Tyler Croft listed as the Tomb Raider. Get it? Croft. Oh, I see what you did that's, there. That's a, that's a thank you, fantasy footballers, for that. Tyler Croft to the Oakland Raiders. The Tomb Raider is a Raider. Couldn't pa- couldn't couldn't resist. Okay. Couldn't resist. That's punny. Max Williams, Dallas Cowboys. You got to do something. Grab you a former first-round pick and Max Williams. Throw him in I there. Mean, he's instantly your best he's tight not, end. He's not re-signing. No. So, no, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, why not? Hayden Hurst, Mark Andrews, yeah, they're not bringing Max Williams back. I feel like they have, like, four more tight ends. That they do. That's just about. what they do. They just they have draft Crocky, tight Gilmore, ends. Todd Heap. they got all kinds. Like, oh, we went out and got a bunch of old wide receivers. Let's just spend all these draft picks <laughs> on tight ends. Right. Oh, we keep busting at wide receiver. Let's let's pick up a 30-year-old first-rounder in Hayden Hurst. <laughs> right. The, yeah, the I game. I why they did that. Hunter Hayden Hurst Hemsley. Triple H. Triple H and the outlaw Jesse James. There you go. How about that? How about it? You like that? No. You guys have anything to talk no, about? No, as no chance exit? Baltimore uh, signs the outlaw. Just, just saying. Just no, I didn't say it would. Detroit. The outlaw is going to be in Detroit. They're going to throw some money at him. A little bit. Not no, much. I He's going to be like, oh, so. yeah. I hope and he goes there just so his trade value goes up and I can get rid of him. Right. It's like, well, they threw money at me and then they didn't throw me the ball. 
Money's the only thing Detroit throws at tight ends. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, Super Bowl, solid Super Bowl for me. Your free agent list sucks. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, the best thing about the show was the Miller Lite. Good Lord. It's brewed with corn <laughs> I syrup. I mean, Labor's here. Mm. And we might have struck a deal. <laughs> Loosely. I mean, yeah. you're giving me Camara. Ours <laughs> <laughs> ain't letting him go uh, ever. Listen, uh, the super sport Alvin Camara is probably super sport. He's he's very unlikely to leave the copper beards. Just you're gonna have to blow my mind. All right, what's next? Anything? No, that's all that I got on the agenda, as you would say. Agenda. You gotta have kind of a loose show. Kind, yeah, of a, I know. kind of this show was basically just about testing our new equipment. Thanks. <laughs> I just want to push buttons. It, it You're more than welcome to. So is this one the outro? That is. You want to tap it? Go ahead. Speak. All right. Thanks for joining us, folks. We love you. Thanks for having your family sit around the fire and listen to the awesome. macro fantasy just, show uh, tonight. We appreciate it. Good night. See ya. Peace. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review.